If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. Welcome to the People Without a Chip Podcast. We are the podcast. Nobody asked us to start giving you the opinions you didn't know you wanted to hear. Episode 24 with a bullet. What it do, Calway? What's going on, man? I'm excited. Uh, we have a new year. 2021. 2021, my bro- Yes. Yes. We made it. We made it. We made it. Through all the ups and downs from us, whether we have been in studio or been on the phone or been, I mean, like doing Zoom calls, we have made it. So we are here and I'm excited because we have. I'm excited too. We have some big things going on here. Big things. Big things. Hey, I'm a. I'm gonna start off. Uh, I'm gonna start off hot, bro. Oh, I'm gonna start off hot because I got some hot takes too. So we're starting off 2021 hot. Happy New Year's, to all the dippers out there. First and foremost, Happy New Year! Absolutely, Happy New Year's. Stay safe still, but yes, Happy yep. New Year. Um. All right. Yeah. So starting us off. First off, start, start starting off. I'm coming in hot. All right. So make way. Here we go. I'm tired of WWE. Dusting off all these legends mm. and bringing them out, mm. rolling them out in their in their little wheelchairs and mm. the little walkers, like Hulk Hogan mm. and and Million Dollar Man, and trying to get a ratings pop, mm. which it works because I guess there's a lot of people our age and older who want to see these uh, geriatric, you know, wrestlers, you know, roll their asses down to the ring, and then they'll end up doing something to a, to a new to a newer younger talent. And that younger talent will put these legends over, and I'm, and and at the end, I'm like, why? Why was that? What's that for? What's that for? You just killed your future of your company there by by demolishing this young guy, all because you know the main dollar man Ted DiBiase, you know, wants to get a laugh and get his ha 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 his his million dollar man laugh in. You know, I'm tired of it. They need to just leave the legends as they are, leave them as legends, and leave them on the show because that's where all the legends belong. Okay, I completely, 100%, totally agree. No shit. Yes, I think the legends, but there's a caveat, though. So Uh, You always get me with the caveats. Yeah, but so I completely agree that this whole legends thing is just a ratings grab. It's just because they're not doing well in the ratings and – you know, they feel like if, you know, if they bring back all these big stars like the Hogan and the Flair and the, the you know, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's like Beth Phoenix and also Tori Wilson and, you know, a bunch of other people, whatever. <clears throat> and yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so people want to see it. I get it. And I am like, this is just... This is this is yeah just basically taken away from the product. Here's the caveat. It is. Here is the caveat though. As much as I hate it, as much as I am on your side, guess oh, what? No. I, guess what I'm watching oh, right no. now. Because, You're watching it because I want to see it. 
So there's some. So I I can't be. So I can't be too hard on it when I'm sitting here waiting to see what happens. Do they put someone over or do they put someone down? I mean, there is that aspect of it that I think is interesting because. And so yes, as much as I don't like it. Guess who's tuning in? Me. So maybe I'm the biggest hypocrite in the world, which is probably true. But <clears throat> at, but there is that just, you know, can, you know, will some of these guys put some of these younger guys over like you talked about where in the past they haven't and they've buried them. So that's oh, why they're I, not. So you think Hogan's I, putting somebody over? Hogan's not putting anybody over. And uh, yeah, but uh, and so you're probably right. But again, I'm still watching. Oh, uh, uh, that's why AEW is right so as of right I can't now. Lie. So I, I mean, again, they got you. I'm not. They saying got that you. I disagree, but yeah, they got me. They got you, bro. And that's that's what makes me sad. Is that you know? Even though you you agree with me, you still don't agree with me. <clears throat> They're pitting us against each other. You know that's Vince's move. He'll pit people against each other and then sit in his office and go, ah, ha, 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 I got Irod and Callaway in a program. Well, hey, oh man, oh, um, come oh, check this man. out. Oh man, Teddy Long just came out. Oh, Teddy Long, gotta see, <laughs> see, holla, play. Like, holla. Is, yeah, holla at him. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. I mean, this is what I love to see. This is just like the old school stuff that I used to love. And I think that's why, even though it's not The Rock or it's not The Stone Colds, it's still fun. It's still fun to me. So, you know, I don't mind with no like crowd, Stone Cold. Yeah. With no crowd, I mean, at least, you know, at least make Let it you fun. have fun. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Hey, don't man, know. look, I don't I, mind. I mean, I'm so up and down on wrestling right now. It's ridiculous. Okay, here's the thing. And, you know, we can end it on this if we want, or we can keep going because, you know, it doesn't matter. No, but, it's fine. Go ahead. But for The Rock, for the Stone Cold, the Triple H's, hell, even the Shawn Michaels, Michaels this is of the world. For me, those are legends like Hulk Hogan. And Ted DiBiase, you know, the Million Dollar Man, and uh, whoever else they can rely on, Hillbilly Jim, they're legends too, but they're older legends, and and they weren't, okay, they, with the exception of Hogan, they weren't popping in the late 90s like a Stone Cold, a Shawn Michaels, or a, or a Triple H, or a Rock, or um, a, an X-Pac, you know, those guys, okay, I can deal with those guys. Because those guys know how to put the younger talent over if they have to. But when you get to the older generation, like a Hogan or a, a Million Dollar Man, hell, even a Sergeant Slaughter, they're not going to put these young guys over. Okay, hell, I don't think I've ever right. seen Hogan and, okay. uh, do the and, job. And, again, I'm not disagreeing with you. But, but it sounds like you you, you are. Well, 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 no. No, no. I mean, just, okay. So, oh, all right. So, what I think they're doing is I think they're looking at the um, what their audience what their audience age is, right? What their audience age is when it comes to a viewership, okay? And I think most of their viewership is still people that are, I would say, that, you know, I would say probably our age to maybe a little older still. They really haven't caught that younger generation. So at this point, you might as well try and get the most out of what you have watching, and that's by bringing back these people because I wouldn't be watching this if it wasn't just, you know, seeing them because you never know when you're going to see them again and you know, most people don't know how great they were. And so, yes, you know, even though it's all cheesy and it's all stupid, you still like to see it because you never know when you might not see it again. 
And yeah. and I think that they realize that, you know, the most people that are watching these shows are, you know, basically our age. I mean, they really haven't gotten like that younger crowd. I, I mean, unless maybe I would say, may, you know, um, you know, maybe NXT, you know, has that younger crowd. But, you know, well, I, you know, Raw, I'm glad you I said mean, that. I'm glad you said that, Kyle, because yeah. AEW, AEW seems to be drawn in the younger crowd. So, they're doing something obviously really well. I mean, they're not making Raw number even on a, on Raw's low end. They're still making like 1.2 viewers, 1.5 viewership. Uh, but what's the big difference? We talked about this at work. What's the what is the biggest difference? Who runs Who runs NXT? Oh yeah, Triple H runs NXT. And who runs Raw? Oh, Vince. Vince okay. McMahon and his crushes. So, so again, you know, I think that's where but me though as a fan that, you know, you know, I loved, you know, I love seeing Hogan and Flair. I don't care how old they are and how ridiculous it is. It's still because you just never know how much longer and you know what? I know how great they were, and uh, you know, you know. I don't know. I mean, I think you can go either way with it. I mean, look, I just I think... hope that they put people over, or at the very least, they they just don't look horrible, horrible. <laughs> because it could be let's horrible, end, horrible. Let's end it with this, okay? All right, we're still. Yeah. Let's end it with this. But this is what I'm about to say. We're still in a pandemic, and all these old folks shouldn't be out and about. Oh, shit. All right, next topic, man. The Cowboys couldn't get it done. I fucking knew it, Cowboy. I fucking knew it. I knew they weren't going to get it done. I had something deep in my bones, deep in my inner organs, deep in my guts. Oh, that sounds weird, deep in my guts. Oh, anyway. Felt it deep down inside that they weren't going to be able to get it done, Callaway. And they didn't. I don't care yep. how close they almost did. They still yep. didn't. Yep. And I don't know um, what to think about next season. So, I don't know what your question is. Do you want me to oh, evaluate the game? Or do you no, want there's no question. Next year? There's no question. I'm just venting because I knew they weren't going to fucking do okay. it. I so knew they weren't. Here, so, here's where I vent. I thought, again, I thought or okay, I saw them play better football over the last month than they than they had all year. So I will give them credit for that. I thought that Annie Dalton was off in the first half. I don't know it if it was the weather. He said that he was used to that kind of weather, but it seemed like that like he just didn't have a good grip. And we just didn't look right. But in the second half, we looked like the much better team. The much better team. And um, I think we probably should have <laughs> challenged that catch. By, oh, that catch. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we probably should have challenged that. I, You know, I think... Um, I can see it going both ways, though. I know that all these people are, you know, all these people are like, oh, it was a definite, no, he didn't, you know, you know, he used the ground. Eh, You know, I think you can make a case that, you know, because because it was ruled a catch, I don't know. And, again, I get to where Mike McCarthy – wanted to keep his three timeouts and not, you know, and, you know, again, with the elements, that was a 51-yard field goal or so in the elements. That wasn't know, guaranteed. I'll take my chances with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not so much on that. It's um, it's just more that, um, you know, we get to the red zone. It's just, you know, it's 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 just kind of the same problems – that we faced all year. So yes, I'm yes. looking forward to next year. We have Dak back. We'll um You try to rhyme that? Did you rhyme that? You know, yeah, I always do big things. You know that. But I'm just saying that I think we have Dak back. 
and I think we have Zeke back. I think we run this back and we add a top 10 pick, whoever the best player is available, unless it's a skill player. You have to go offensive line or you have to go defensive line or secondary, whoever it is. Just as much as I love Kyle Pitts, who is maybe the best, maybe. Maybe the best tight end prospect <clears throat> since Rob Gronkowski, who went to what? Where? Uh, oh, Arizona State. Um, uh, I hate you, and he hates you too. <laughs> and, and now, and and now, and now he'll never be on the show. But um, oops, hey so, Rob, my bad, bro. But my bad, Rob. But uh, but yeah, so he's the. But yeah, you don't need to take him at ten. Like we don't need. I mean, even though he'd be great, like. We need to build the offensive line. We need to build everything. And I think you run it back one more year and hope we stay healthy. And, uh, um, you know, I, I don't really know. It's uh, Washington. I would just say good for them. Um, they have two of one of the best stories in sports when you talk about Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. Obviously, coming back from the uh, seventeen surgeries, and is this you know, seventeen? I feel like the, I feel like every time somebody talks about Alex Smith, the surgery number goes up. No, I believe it was seventeen. That's what I've heard. It was seventeen, and he was going to lose his leg, and he ended up coming back. And from the moment he even stepped on the field, he won Comeback Player of the Year. But I called it, but again, I you know, I'm just saying, I did call before this season started that I thought Alex Smith would not would not only start more games for the Redskins than, or I am sorry for the Washington Football Team than than yeah, Dwayne Haskins, but I thought he would be a reason they would be competitive. And I was right on that. He is a leader. If he's healthy, he is good. Um, we'll get into who they play here in a minute. But, um, but yeah, good for them. Um, again, I'm not a fan of the Washington football team, but um, I do like Ron Rivera. Um, hey. And, uh, yeah. Did you see that Joe Judge had some choice words for the uh, yeah, Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, and I Eagles? think that – and I and you know what I could care less. That's all sour grapes. You know what? If you you should win more than five games, and um, the Cowboys should have won know, more than fucking was what was it five? You know, six? I mean, I I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, if you're bitter that, I you know, I don't know about all that stuff when it comes to that because I just it doesn't make sense to me about how all these people are talking about. Oh well you know what, the integrity of the game and, you know, all that stuff. When I believe that, you know, there was nothing with the integrity of the game. I mean, they weren't playing for anything. Why are they trying to help out the Giants? You know, they're trying to look at who they have. And, I mean, uh, you know, I just don't get the whole why – why it's such a big deal that they that they put you know that they basically you know if you're I mean it just sounds like basically sour grapes for the you know for the uh, Giants and I, you know I don't like it it's just kind of whatever to me so I I you know I am more on kind of like the Ron Rivera side where he's like I don't really care I want to talk about. I want to talk about Tom Brady and um, because that's who I'm playing next. And I think that's how you have to take that approach. So I just, uh, yeah, just, uh, well, let's, let's, know, let's get into the, let's get into the, uh, I don't know. Let's get into I mean, the, what do you think about all that bitching? I mean, like, you know, you know, I mean, like, do you think that like the Eagles did like a disservice to the NFL by not maybe playing their hardest because they wanted to get the sixth pick instead of the ninth pick. Yes. When they were out of it all the way. Okay, well, explain <laughs> then, please. Well, I just explain think, then. I just, because, well, you, because you went quiet and you wanted to change it, but I need to hear why you think it, because I think it's no big deal. 
Why do you think it is? Uh, I don't think it's a big deal. I just think that the Eagles did screw up just because they're the Eagles. I don't think they intentionally meant to do it, but it's the Eagles. And look what the Eagles have done this season to screw up their roster and to screw up their team. They benched Carson Wentz, which I'm fine with, because Carson Wentz needed to be benched. That guy was mentally and fragile is mentally broken and he's very fragile. Not fragile, but fragile. All right. So he needed to be benched, but they benched him too late. And then they put Hertz out there. And Hertz isn't the guy in the fourth quarter. And they're like, oh, hey, Hertz, we're just gonna take you out because you're not getting the job done. We're gonna put this third stringer in and maybe he can turn things around. And then Doug Peterson can't can't seem to call any games. I mean, after Jason Garrett, Doug Peterson's probably the worst coach in the NFC East at calling games. I mean, Jason Garrett wasn't the best. And Doug Peterson was right behind him. I mean, they screw up left and right, left and right. And I don't think they intentionally meant to, you know, um, cause cause any disservice to the game. But it happened. And that's just what the Eagles do. They screw up. They fluke, and I'm calling it a fluke. They fluked into a Super Bowl and won it. And, you know, they, they have shit in their hands now. They're just the Eagles. That's how they are. All right. Here's my hot take. Oh. Okay. After all this talk, after what happened, after everything that has been said, with the owner of the Eagles, mm-hmm. that he that he is not happy with how this season played out. He's not happy with how the wins thing played out. <laughs> I think yeah. everyone believes that that coach is safe. He, he's already coming back. And I wouldn't be surprised in the next 48 hours, he is relieved of his duties. I'm telling you right now, I have a feeling he's gone. Really? A weird feeling. I just think because he has a meeting tomorrow with the owner. The owner's already pissed. I don't think that, obviously, Sunday night, really helped him at all. And who is he going to pitch? I mean, if he pitches Jalen, then you're trading wins. And then it comes down to who does the ownership want? I mean, this is going to get very interesting because we will get into the, to the uh, coaching hirings, but, or, I mean, the fire, yeah. I guess. But I just think there is always one surprise one. I just don't rule out him. Don't rule out him. I just think things have gone so bad. I don't know how you fix it. The Eagles? <laughs> Do you even want to try? I wouldn't even I try. Mean, I know, and that's why I think they might want to start over. Mm-mm-mm. So, get rid of Wentz. Is that what you're saying? Get rid of Peterson? Well, I think Peterson or Wentz. You have to make a decision. Oh, man. Hands down, probably Peterson. Probably Peterson. But I also, but, but I also think that um, a team like the Colts, who has Frank Reich, who was Peter, uh, who was Wentz's, uh, I guess, quarterback coach in Philly when he had his best year before he got hurt. Um, watch out for the Colts. They could make a trade. They have the salary cap. And I believe that they could make a move for him. I don't know what it's going to cost. Because you're taking on that contract, so the Eagles can't expect, you know, a whole lot in return. But that's a team to watch out for because Phillip Rivers is a free agent now. And uh, I just think it's going to be – I don't know. 
I think I I just think I just feel like Wentz is gonna get traded. Get rid of your. I think Wentz is gonna get traded. Get rid of your hiccups, bro. You're making us look bad. I know. Sorry. Unprofessional. Um. Yeah. My buddy. That's my right. buddy texted me and he was like, "Hey, man." He's a Colts fan, so he's like, "Hey, um, the um, the river said he's gonna retire if the Colts, you know, plan on not keeping him." And I'm thinking to myself, "Would I, if I'm the Colts GM, would I keep Philip Rivers?" Because I'm looking at the he went eleven and five. He went eleven and five, and the year before that, with uh, was it Brissett? What did they what, what did they go with last year? It was Brissett they had last season. Do you remember? Well, it was wasn't it Luck for half a year or no? No, oh, man, Luck retired. I think at the start of last season. Oh, okay. So was it Brissett the whole year? I think so. I don't feel like that's. right. I think so. Not this season. The whole year. Or last season. Okay. All right. So let's just say that it was yeah. Brissett, but I mean because yeah, I mean <clears throat> no? unless they plan on I mean what are they picking? Others I think they're they might pick somewhere in the twenties, the Colts. Is there gonna is there gonna yeah. be anybody in the second round? You know, that they might look into as a quarterback? Because they won't have a quarterback. So what you're saying about well, them I, going after a, a, a an already established quarterback might hold true, but I mean, if I'm weighing the options, um, a Rivers or a Wentz, I'm gonna have to go with the with the Rivers. Well, but but I'm like you know when it comes to Wentz, I mean, how far is he gonna take you though? Um, he he already I took mean, me eleven and five. I mean, I guess we'll find out. But if you're looking for the future, you, I mean, I think that would be a perfect situation for, for Carson Wentz in my mind. But if I'm, if I'm the GM or I'm the coach or I'm the owner, anybody on the team, I'm going to ask myself, how broken is Wentz? What? How? How? How much did the Eagles break him? Because that guy has not been the same prospect since his injuries. Yep. And you know, it's not like he's not athletic. He's still athletic. He still shows that he can run with the ball. But he started to decline and decline really, really fast, to the point where three, what's it, three years ago? It was talk about him being the next, you know, the next, you know, one of the top ten quarterbacks in the league for the future. And now nobody's even talking about him, other than man, Wentz has really sucked these last few years. So how much is like that's my concern. If I'm a if I'm a Colts fan, if I'm the GM, if I'm anything involved with the Colts, how much? Let's say that you know this. Of course, if they plan, you know, if they go after somebody, but I wouldn't want Wentz. Hell no, give me Rivers all the way in that janky ass arm. Arm that a uh, janky ass throwing motion that he has. I mean, I see where you're coming from. I just I think Wentz in a situation where where he has Frank Reich as his coach. Um, I think that could work. I really do. I think that he could get back because. He was playing at an MVP level. He can do it. We just he just has to stay healthy. Mm. And I don't know. I wouldn't totally give up on him yet. I would throw him in the bin. In the trash bin. I'm done with you, Wentz. Wentz makes me wince. So then based on that. How big of a bust was he? I don't know. I don't know. I can't really name him a bust. He's not Joe Burrow bust. Not yet, anyway. Okay, well, that's just... (laughs) (laughs) That's just ridiculous. 
All right, man. Let's get into the matchups. You have you have some matchups there for the wild. What do they call it? Wild card weekend. Oh, I do. All right. So all right. So for the NFC, the playoffs yep. are, are now a little bit different. Only one team gets the bye. So that team for the NFC was the Packers. Okay. So we're just going to go down the line. So the number two seed who will be hosting is the uh, Saints will be at Mm -hmm. home against Mm -hmm. the Chicago Bears. Who Saints versus the Bears? Yeah, who basically backed in to the playoffs. So, (laughs) I mean, they lost, but yet still got in because – no one else. They went in ass first. So, but let me tell you right now. Okay, here, you know what? I just want to go first on this. And, okay. Uh, I'm worried about the Saints, but only for this week because. Wait, good worry or bad worry? No, this is a bad worry. Oh, okay. Because they didn't have the running backs last week. There okay. is a chance they might get Alvin Kamara back by the time this game kicks off. COVID doesn't last a week. They should have the rest of the running backs. Now, if they're at full strength, okay. But also, Michael Thomas, their number one wide yeah. receiver, he was uh-huh. put on IR. He's uh-huh. able to come off. But um, I believe this week, all, and so he should be able to play. But we don't know. And there's just a lot of ifs. Breeze is not himself. He's not the same, I don't think, Drew Breeze. Um, I, it's just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, he's know. been off this year. I don't know if it's now the ribs and the lung, and he's just trying to just, you know, he's just trying to get through it and hope that, his defense, which is playing much better. And that's why I picked the Saints in this game um, because I think the Saints' defense can make enough plays and Mitch, I just don't think Mitch is there yet. But it's going to be closer than everyone thinks. The spread is the Saints by... Eight and a half. I would, if it, you know, if I were a betting man, I, I, I would put money on the Bears. I think this is going to be a close game, but I think Drew Brees continues his magical career with at least one more win. What about you? Oh man, no. The I think the Saints, yeah, Saints are going to win this one, and quite handedly. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Next, um, I'll let you go first on this one. Number three, Seattle Seahawks. They will host the Los Angeles Rams, who may or may not have Jared Goff. <laughs> um, I still have the Seahawks winning with or without Goff. I think, I think the team. I think most teams have figured out the Rams by now, and I still think that the Seahawks are a better team. Overall, compared to the Rams, it's going to be a good game. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if golf is that big of a is that much that much of a difference. If anything, Aaron Donald is the difference maker. But hey, Russ, uh, Russ is absolutely. Russ. Russ, be, let Russ cook. That's all I got to say. Okay, let Russ cook. Um, I'll. Um... I think that's a good way to end that one. Let Russ cook. Um, I uh, the Rams defense does scare me. They are good and they're mm-hmm. really good. And if they have golf, obviously a much better chance. John Wolford played pretty good against. Um, I would say. Not an inferior team, but not a team as good as the Seahawks. So, um, I like Seattle, too. So, okay, next. Um, The Washington football team getting in. Number four seed. Unbelievable. Hosting 
Tampa Tom and the Bucks. Ooh. Let me go first. Go. As much as I love Ron Rivera, as much as I love the whole comeback story of also uh, their quarterback, Alex Smith, um, I just do not see this ending well for the Washington football team. It was it was great that, that they made the playoffs and everything, but uh, Tampa Tom and this team is on a mission. They're going to win this game, and uh, they're going to win this game, I think, um, pretty handily, I think. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Well, I hope I don't jinx them. That's why I was kind of like, oh, God. Yeah, but, he yeah. got a second. Yeah, well, second uh, uh, well, 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 just because, you know, I mean, again, I again, I have a lot of respect for Ron Rivera. I have a lot of respect for Alex Smith. I think that they are very disciplined. Chase Young is a difference maker. If he can get after Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, but I think Tom is smart enough. Get the ball out fast. Get it into your playmakers. Um, and I just truly believe overall Tampa is the better football team. Um, and so uh, I go with them. But um, at, at the same time, um, what the Washington football team has done this year is very commendable. And even though I am a huge Cowboy fan and I hate to even give credit uh, to this to them because – I think their owner is a piece of shit, but um, their football team, in terms of Ron Rivera, um, you know, you really have to kind of give a standing O to what they have done, what they've been able to, you know, kind of overcome, and really what Ron is building there as a Cowboy fan is scary. So I'll leave it at that. So, well, <clears throat> all the ups and downs they faced. And all the adversity they had to overcome, unfortunately, the storybook ending that they're looking for, they're not gonna, they're not gonna find. Poor Bucks, they're gonna lose to the Washington what the fucks. Wow, Ron Rivera is gonna have his guys that is ready. A hot, hot take. I love it. Ron Rivera is gonna have his guys ready. Alex Smith is gonna play, and. That de- I'm telling you, the defense, the Washington defense, believe it or not, out of out of all the teams in the the record, I know oh, everybody looks Chase at the record. Young and also um, that sweat guy. I mean, yeah, they yeah, they got yeah. I, I'm not saying. I so just... the record doesn't do them justice. Out of all the teams in the NFC East, they probably had they had the best defense, and Tampa is going to see why. Yeah, I, if Alex Smith could just – if the defense like defense wins championships, right, that's, a, that's what I've always heard. Uh, my whole life watching football and, and playing football, you know, it's always defense wins championships. Well, the defense is going to have to put on a show because they have Tom, they have Mike Evans, they have Chris Godwin, they have Antonio Brown, they have Gronk, they have um, – what's the running back? Um, uh, Fournette. Yeah, Fournette. Dude, they they're they're stacked. Oh, not to mention okay. you know, Tom Brady. But, but I think that defense is going to show up to play, and it's going to surprise the shit out of that that Bucks offense. Okay, and I do think that Washington's they will come to play, but most people have kind of forgotten over the last couple of weeks just because of how Tom Brady has how well he's played mm-hmm. over the last kind of week. People forget how good this Tampa defense is. And when you have pass rushers like they do, when you have that when you have that front seven, again, don't overlook Tampa's defense. Um, I think that they're just kind of rounding into form. But again, um, again, we saw this happen I don't know how many years ago it was, but we saw Marshawn Lynch create an earthquake in Seattle yep. because of yep. the run he made. So you just never know um, if there were really any, and it, you know, again, again, this pains me to say, but if there's any team in the, in the NFC East that I think could actually win a game, 
in the playoffs, it would have been the Washington football team because of Ron Rivera and because of Alex Smith. So, mm-hmm. um, again, Next game. I like where you're going with that, man. Hey, there's a reason why it's going to be the Saturday, Saturday night game. There's some guts there. I like it. All right, next. Um, this is one that I know that uh, uh, a uh, yeah, Dipper is going to be very interested in. But uh, the – so, okay, so for the AFC, uh, I don't know if I said, but the number one seed is the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously. So um, they will have the bye. Um, so the number two is the Buffalo Bills will host the Indianapolis Colts who were able to get in due to them winning against Jacksonville, which really didn't look that good. And then Miami losing to Buffalo that put the obviously Colts in and, um, I don't know. Uh, I'll let you go first here. So Buffalo at home against the Colts. Well, number two versus number seven. I think Buffalo advances, man. I don't think the Colts. <laughs> I don't think the Colts will be able to. Um, as yeah, and I, <laughs> as much as I would like to, um, yeah, give our Dipper, uh, what's the, um, Nathan, um, yeah, Nate, uh, yeah, Nathan Downs, right? Nathan yeah. Downs. Um, Nathan, I'm so, sorry, man. The Colts um, aren't going to get past the so, Bills. So mm-hmm. yeah, shout Not out happening. to you and your Colts. It was a great season. Go and get Carson Wentz. No, don't do that. Seat, uh, uh, my... Don't do that. Well, do you that. need to listen to me and not him. I'm obviously smart. Who's the oh, the and, owner? Um, Is that Jim Ursay? Yeah, he'll go get. Yeah, he'll go get wins. No. Anyway, Nathan, so, you write a letter to um, Jim Ursay and say, "Do not go Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, he, uh, he will. Buffalo is, I think, very scary. They are playing really, really well. Um, uh, not much else to really say there. I like Buffalo in that game. Although I wouldn't be surprised if it's close, but I still like Buffalo. Oh shit! Okay. You know what? Real quick, Next. real quick. Pause. Time out. Yeah, time we, out. Yeah. Pause. We time for, out. We forgot to mention Adam Gase was fired today. Oh, the game watch is over. The game watch is over. How the fuck did well, we miss that? We, well, we didn't even talk about that. Because you blew it. Because after we got through this, I was going to talk about the head coach and all of the actual openings that are up hey, now. I don't give a I shit about the openings. The only ones okay, I care about is the Adam Gates one because that guy He's lasted gone. the whole season. How the yes. fuck? That guy's lucky. If I were him, I'd go buy a lottery ticket like tonight. To make myself feel better for a getting fired and for two, I made it the whole season on a shitty ass team. And we're so getting off track here, but I don't know if you know this, but so Nick Saban lost his offensive coordinator, right? Yeah, he obviously, you know, uh, uh, me and my brother talked about this. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian, the offensive coordinator. At Alabama, he went to go take the University of uh, Texas job. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they're so they're left without an offensive coordinator. The two people that Nick Saban is considering for the offensive coordinator position. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Adam Gaze or Bill O'Brien. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh my goodness! Wow, Saban, wow. scraping the bottom of the barrel. I have he? to say, if that guy can resurrect either one of those careers, he's not only the greatest of all time, but he's the greatest of all time. I don't know what else to say. I, I, I mean, jeez. Okay. Hey, anyway, if he can sorry. resurrect them, then he's then he's uh, he's got to be God himself because nobody – I don't think anybody but, can resurrect but, those, two, but, those two careers. Uh, all right. But, okay, so I know we're getting off track here. But no one thought that Lane Kiffin would ever really get back. And guess who got him back? Who? Uh, yeah, that would be Nick Saban. Also, <laughs> yeah. also, Butch Davis, no one thought after all of what he did at Tennessee and cheating – and not playing that well, he went to then Alabama, and he got a head coaching job. I can't think of where. I'm sorry. But, yeah, look it up, Dippers. And then Steve Sarkeesian, who 
literally went to his his basically dream job in uh, which was in Los Angeles at USC. Fired in his second season, four games in because he was a fall down drunk. Then uh, he got fired. Went to the Falcons, yeah. try to get things back, and then went to Alabama. And again, it's all about second chances. I, you know, I had no problem with that. And he worked with some great quarterbacks. But now you're looking at bringing in people like, you know, it's just like Saban is just he is that good. Anyway, I, I guess that's what I'm getting at. He can bring in anybody. They buy into the system, uh-huh. and every single coach that gets fired wants to get hired on by Nick Saban because because all you do is learn, and it just leads to more opportunities. That's all it is, really. So anyway, I know that was kind of a random tangent during all this, but but yeah, yeah we had, I had to mention that before I forgot again. All right, moving on. We already. All right, so we just talked about Pittsburgh, Cleveland, right? No, we... who do you have in that? Uh, no, we're going to get into Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Um... Okay, so okay, all right, so we have the number three Pittsburgh Steelers, who now have their starters back. These teams played in, in Week Seventeen, but Pittsburgh rest. They basically rested a lot of their starters. Cleveland had to win to get in. Cleveland did. It's their first time in the postseason in a, in a long Since time. Since 2002. Okay, there you go. So, um, can you name the quarterback that was there? Oh, uh, Couch. Wrong. Oh, wait, let me get, give me two more. It wasn't Couch. Um, um, uh, uh, he has a woman's name. Oh, Ryan Leaf. Okay, that's not a, uh, no. Ryan, Ryan is um, unisex. Who was it, man? Just tell me. No, I'm going to give you one more guess. Think, think Saved by the Bell, but the hot girl. Oh. Um, hot girl in Saved by the Bell. What was her name on the show? And take that name and try and think of well, who the quarterback Kelly... would have been. Okay, yes, boom, boom. What's his last name? Kelly Laird. I don't know. No, uh, Jesus, okay. Anyway, it was actually Kelly Holcomb. Holcomb. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he uh, – anyway, so Kelly Holcomb. Uh, he actually had some pretty good years in the NFL. Uh, um, Apparently not. A lot of people don't know him, but yeah. anyway. So, so, okay, so we go with that. So now both teams – are at full strength for the most part. Um, um, in week 17, it was in Cleveland. Now this is in Pittsburgh with obviously Big Ben back, with all with obviously TJ Wad back. All the players they rested are back. Um, you want me to go first or you want to go first, bud? I'll go first because I'll make it quick. Pity. The Pity Steelers are going to win it. Sorry, Browns and Browns fans. No go. So you just think that Cleveland's just not quite ready to take that next step? No, no, no. I think Big Ben g- is gonna sh- sh- is gonna sh- uh, shimmy and jive all all over the brownies. Right. Well, I'm happy that you took that take because I am taking the hot. Oh, and that is, I think Cleveland pulls the upset here. I think that Pittsburgh is ripe for an upset. They cannot run the football. Miles Garrett will be able to, I think, really put pressure on Big Ben. I think that this, I think that Cleveland has weapons to score points on this Pittsburgh defense. I like Baker Mayfield going in there and proving that he is the franchise quarterback of the Browns and winning a huge game, maybe one of the biggest games in. A long, I mean, you know, I don't want to say franchise history because they've been to the Super Bowl, but in a long, long, long time, this is going to be the Browns' time. The Browns win. Pittsburgh just can't run the football. They're one-dimensional, and I think that Cleveland 
is able to run the football and also pass, and it's going to set up perfectly for Cleveland to win a very close game. But Cleveland moves on. Wow. Okay. All right. You got faith in the Brownies. uh, yeah, yeah, they're, yep, yeah, I, yep, yeah, I do this year. I think they're a different team. So, okay, so then the last one would be the number four seed, um, yeah, Tennessee Titans uh-huh. versus the Baltimore Ravens, who are number five. Uh, maybe one of the best games of really the weekend. I'll let you go first on this. Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Lamar really? Lamar Jackson okay. hasn't uh, – they figured him out this season, I'm not going to lie, but the Titans haven't figured him out. Um. Okay, I'm going to go the Titans because I don't think you can stop Derrick Henry. I don't care how good that the Ravens' defense is, but – uh, if you remember last year, these teams uh, these teams played in the divisional round, and Mike Vrabel was able to come up with a scheme yeah. to make Lamar Jackson a thrower. Mm-hmm. I think he does that again, and I think that they run the football, they control the clock. I like Tennessee uh, in a close game, but Derrick Henry has a big game and just continues. His, uh, uh, I don't want to, you know, I, I mean, I guess legacy of what he's doing over these last couple of years. Um, I like Tennessee. I, I, I really do. Their defense, Mike Vrabel is going to have them ready to play Lamar. And if, and if they can't run the football, um, I've been saying it all year, I don't think the Ravens win. And this is, this is a bad matchup. For Lamar, so I'm going Titans. Ooh. All right, so here, Derrick Henry is two thousand uh, yards rushing, huh? All right. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Also, by the way, yeah, he uh, joined a league of uh, what? Barry Sanders, Chris Johnson, uh, Chris Johnson, C2K. and Terrell Davis. Uh, Zeke on that as list. The only players to. Uh, oh, and also Eric Dickerson uh, as the only players to run for. Uh, next year, so, Zeke is going to be um, on that list. Woo-hoo! Um, that's that's just absurd. Okay, so I want to get into. Um, unfortunately, we are recording this on a Monday, and it is Black Monday. It's the it's the uh, day after. Uh, the uh, season, and unfortunately, you have a lot of head coach firings. Um, and I just want to get into real quick what. Um, so there are currently six openings in the NFL. I am going to go through who I think one through six is the best opening, and I'm going to give who I think is going to be the coach. Just real quick, and you can obviously chime in any. Uh, I mean, at, I mean, yeah. at any time here on this, but okay. So yeah, number one, I think the number one job. Um, a lot of people disagree with me, but I think Houston Texans is still the number one job, just because they have Deshaun Watson. Um, they just have to do a couple things with their salary cap to you know, maybe get him some weapons. I know they don't have a first-round draft pick. I know, you know, it's all, you know, this wouldn't be a team that most people think. But look at what their quarterback has done this year with nothing. If you can just surround him with a new culture and new system and some weapons, I think Houston is a sleeping giant. That's my opinion. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Number two, which a lot of people have as number one, is I have Jacksonville, and there are a couple reasons. They have the number one pick, which everyone says will be Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is what they say is the next Andrew Luck or the next John Elway, and he hit, and he just has you know. You know, he has, you know, that kind of whole, I mean, like, it factor, whatever. Um, 
They have $100 million in cap space. They have a young team. They have a market that's low expectations. You know, it's not like you're going into like New York or you're going into Dallas, you're going into Philly, you're going into, you know, some place that, you know, you, you know, you have to win right away. And again, uh, I know I was going to say who I thought was going to get the job for this job. I think that urban Meyer is the perfect fit. He wants to coach in the NFL. Um, he used to coach not too far away from Jacksonville when he was at Florida. It's a perfect fit. He wants to coach Lawrence. Um, and, uh, again, I think they can give him all the power in the world. And uh, that makes this team from a – for the last 20-plus years, they've been more or less, you know, horrible. I mean, outside of one or two years – this would make them relevant again. I think that's very important. Um, so that's my number two. Real back, uh, real quick, back to Houston. Who I think they look at is a lot of offensive coordinators, mm-hmm. offensive people to really look at Watson. Um, it might be the uh, Chiefs' offensive coordinator, Eric. Um, uh, what's his name? Eric Bieniemy. Um, on that one, maybe. So okay. Anyway, next mm-hmm. to number three. I would put the L.A. Chargers real quick just because of Justin Herbert. What a fantastic rookie season he had. Um, They have a lot of talent around him that is signed. They have Mike Williams. They have Kadeem Allen. They they have Hunter Henry. They have Austin Eckler. They have a young defense. I think that's a team that is really up and coming. Uh, If you get the right coach in there, they can just continue to really build Herbert. That team could be dangerous. I like that job. Four, I put the Falcons only because you do have Matt Ryan. You do, um, but if you do decide to get rid of Matt Ryan, you do have a high enough draft pick to maybe get one of the top quarterbacks. Um, I like their school players. They still have Julio Jones. Um, they still have Russell Gage. They still um, – you know, I I just don't feel like the – I don't feel like the cupboard is bare there as bad as it was. I think they had a bad start and just kind of things snowballed. If you get the right coach in there, um, that's the place where I think you could win and you could maybe be competitive pretty quick. Next, Lions. Um, the only thing they have going with them is really Matthew Stafford. Um, you have to decide if you're going to build around him if you are the new coach. Um, if you don't feel like it, you need to package him. You need to get draft picks. You need to obviously draft a quarterback and completely rebuild. That's a, that's a really tough job because no one has seemed to be able to do it over how many years. I mean, you've seen people retire I mean, like, literally in their prime because the Lions can't get it right. So, again, the only asset they really have is Matthew Stafford. Do you want to build around him? Do you not? You know, you do not. You know, I. that's a tough one for me. And the the only reason I don't put them last is because my last team is the Jets. And that's because they lost out on the number one pick. So now you have no idea what to do with Sam Darnold. Do you build around him? Do not build around him. Do you then trade the number two pick for more picks to build around Darnold? Or do you take a then quarterback and then you try and trade Darnold? Um, They don't have good ownership. They don't have good leadership. This has been a train wreck for how many years? Um, This job would have been higher on my list if they would have gotten the number one pick. But now, if you're sitting at two, what do you do? I mean, a lot of people think Sam Darnold just needs like a change change of a scenery, and he might be really good, or is he just not that good? And he, you know, and they need to take someone else. They and I don't know how much cap space they have, but it just seems like they're in purgatory. Um, I wouldn't want to go there, um, but. Again, it's an NFL job, but that's my one through six. You have any 
you have any real thoughts on that real quick before we end this thing? No, man. No, I wanted to get into uh, the coaching. I don't – the coaching stuff, man, so much can change between now and, let's say, the draft. Because the draft happens in, what, April? Is it March this Is it March of this year? It's, no, April, it's April, right? So, so much can change. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get into the to the thick of it, which is the draft. Okay. So, okay. as of right now, here's what the draft order looks like. You ready for this? Because this shit's going to get good. This yep. shit's going to get good. Okay. Number one, you already okay. touched on it. Uh, it was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number two are the New York Jets. Poor Jets, man. I don't even know why they even won those mm-hmm. two games. They finished two fourteen. Yep. I don't even know why they even bother with that. Um, number okay. three, Miami Dolphins, and they got that from Houston. You mentioned that before. Houston doesn't have a first round pick. The Dolphins got it. No. Well, and not only that, but they traded a first round draft pick for a left mm-hmm. tackle that is good but mm-hmm. not great, and then traded away DeAndre Hopkins and they didn't even get. No, but they got that badass pick. running back. And 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 you wonder why Bill O'Brien is not in the. But he might. But he though. might be with Saban anyway. Anyway, uh, well, yeah, which will save his which will yeah. save his career. All anyway, right, number ahead. four, the Atlanta Next. Falcons finished four and twelve. They're picking fourth. Picking five okay. are the Cincy Bengals, who finished four eleven and one. And let's see, number six is our friends, the Philadelphia Eagles, who finished four eleven and one. Number yep. seven, Detroit Lions, who finished five and eleven. Number eight are the Carolina yep. Panthers, who finished five and eleven. And number nine, the Denver Broncos finished nine and eleven. <laughs> number ten, our Dallas Cowboys finished six and ten. Number okay. eleven, the New York Giants, who finished six and ten. We got the San Francisco. We can stop there. We don't. We don't have to go that much farther. Yeah. Look at this. Because let's just talk about one through ten, and really how it might play out. Well, we're not going to get into the draft. Who who's picking what right now? I mean, it's we, let's wait until after the playoffs when we have a full but, fully fleshed out. All right, but I so, just wanted to go over the right. the picks that, as they lay right now. Okay, Cowboys okay. number right, ten, ahead. man. Look at that. That's sad to see. Uh-uh. Okay, so where do you think we go with ten? Oh, I don't want to get into this, but they got to go with a. They got to go uh, offense. They got to start rebuilding the offensive line. That offensive line is so broken and tattered. Okay, when you said offense, I thought you meant no, like no, 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 not skill player. Like, they got to build that lineup, no, man. That line, no. yeah, line. that line, or they got to go. They got to go defense. Maybe a run stopper. I don't. I mean, I'm calling it. I'm calling yeah. it right now. If for some reason Patrick Sertain is somehow magically available at 10, you run and sprint to the podium and take that guy, and you have now him, and, and then also then you have Trevon Diggs in, his, in what would be his now second year. Ooh, that is – that is – he is – and I mean, again, his dad is a is like a borderline Hall of Famer. He and he was, and he's the best corner on the best team. He's gonna win all of like the defensive back awards for Alabama. I mean, everything. He is awesome. If he's there, run, 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 <laughs> run. But we can talk about this later. But anyway, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, run. I think that's a good way to end it, man. We can talk about this stuff later once we once, after next week we can start talking about all the yeah. other teams who didn't make it any further in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that I think that does it. That's a nice. Let's put a nice little neat bow on it. Um, you can find us. You can find us on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Real quick, real quick. Um, yeah, college football. So. Um, we just actually talked about Alabama. They, uh, yeah, took care of yeah Notre Dame like always. Notre Dame's horrible in uh, yeah the college football playoffs. They're like zero and eight. I don't even know why they put them in anymore. But yeah, they moved on to the finals. Alabama did, and uh, in kind of a shocker, Ohio State beat Clemson, and Ohio State 
um, behind actually Justin Fields, who is projected as the number two or three quarterback in the draft, which we were just talking about, had six touchdowns. And so it'll be it'll be the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, versus the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, next time we are recording, that game will be happening. I'm going with Alabama. They're the best team, but it'll be close. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no problem, man. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Whoa. Sorry. Just wanted to throw that in there real Jordan, quick. Real Jordan. quick. Real quick. Just wanted to get that in. I like Alabama. I just think they're too damn talented. When you have three when you have three Heisman finalists, for God's sake, Jesus, I don't know how you lose. Uh, and uh, I think Ohio State's very talented, but uh, this is just a different ball game they're about to play. So, um, yeah. Crimson Tide. Saban gets his seventh title. Damn. All right. Well, we'll find out. There you uh, go. Find us on Facebook. We will find Dip out. Dip on Chip. It's a Facebook page. Find us there. Twitter, at No Chips Pod. That's a Twitter handle. You can find us there as well. Uh, Instagram, at No Chips Pod. But the most important place you can find us, Dippers, is on the bellyupsports.com website. We have a podcast page. Find us. And while you're there, read some of the articles there. Read some of the articles. Check out some other podcasts. On, you know, if you have free some free time. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably where you can find us the best, as it's linked to a Spotify account, and you can listen to our Spotify feed. Um, with that, Cal, we got anything else to say before we go? Uh, yeah, um, I write. I expect a picture of you on our Facebook and also, and. And then I would guess Instagram and also Twitter of the shirt I got you for Christmas. I expect a yeah front and back. So just waiting on that. Oh yes, yes. that, I need a front and back. I need to. I, we need to show the difference. Oh, you need the front and back. <laughs> Don't say it like that. Front and back. All right, man. All right. That's how we do. I think that's that does do. for this week. All right, um, Dippers. I guess you just have to hear us later. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.